Psalm 103 and verse 12, as we confess the wonder of our forgiveness. Now, as we look at this, I want to reiterate what forgiveness means. Forgiveness is a reminder that because of our sin, we are all debtors to God's righteousness. God has a righteous standard. Every time we sin, we fall short of it, and we are indebted to his righteousness. We have fallen short of it, and so we are debtors to God's righteous demands. And so the only way that that debt that we've accrued by all of our inability to pay, that compounded debt, that we cannot pay the price for our constantly reoccurring and ongoing sins. And so there's this huge debt load that, that each human being is building up. So in, in biblical understanding of salvation, all of us are guilty incurring this, this constant debt because of our sins against God. So what we need is something to be done about that debt. And that debt, God calls forgiveness. And, and he describes it in the life-giving words of Scripture. And, and these words, starting in Psalm 103, verse 12, declare to us what the work on the cross that Christ accomplished, what it does to our, our payment account, the debt that we can never repay to God's righteous standard. And it says, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. So that means Psalm 103.12 tells us that God said, all of my sins are gone. Now I want you to think about that because it's, in, in fact, I said this on the day I offended that person about when I mentioned Romanism. I, I asked him, I said, do you know that all of your sins are forgiven? That is my favorite expression to people who are deeply religious. I say, do you know that all, not many, not some, not most, but do you know that all of your sins are forgiven? And if they're, uh, if they're an honest, hardworking, religious person, if they think about it, you know what they'll say? No, I'm not sure. Because what they think is that, that sin is kind of like a, uh, you know, debit credit system that, that you know, I sin, so I got to get another credit and sin, got to get another credit and I'm hoping that I'm keeping up the balance of payments and probably I won't and so I'm hoping that after I die when I'm being purged I can get rid of the ones I wasn't able to debit that I wasn't able to credit but that's not a biblical view of salvation God views forgiveness this way as far as the east is from the west so far as he removed our transgressions from us. Now, the Lord didn't use north and south. Why? Because north and south meet at the poles. There, there is a juncture. There's no juncture on east and west. You can just keep chasing it either direction around the equator. You can come to a polar axis, but you can't do that in the east and west. What the Lord is saying is, there is no way you'll ever catch up with your sins once I have them. They are and by the way, the word for, in the Bible, for forgiveness is aphiomi. Aphiomi means to release. In the Old Testament, the picture of it was on the Day of Atonement when the scapegoat was taken out into the wilderness, the high priest prayed over the scapegoat, putting on that goat, that, 
that representative, the, the guilt of the people. And then the goat was released into the wilderness. Now, uh, part of the regular journeys to the Holy Land, you can go to Scapegoat Mountain, which is the place where the high priest sent the scapegoat. And, and all the people would stay in the city and they would, you know, they would celebrate their sins going away. But if you'd have gone with the priest that led that goat, you would find that he led it up to a precipice. And then they just put it over. Because they wanted to make sure that goat never came back. And see, that's, that was a picture that my sins are gone, that they will not be remembered. But God put it this way, much better than pushing a goat off a cliff. He said, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he, that's our Savior, God our Savior, has removed our transgressions from us. He's taken them off of us. God said, all my sins are gone. Now, over to the right in the book of Isaiah, keep going to the right, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon, Isaiah. Look at the first chapter of Isaiah. Isaiah is, is referred to by the, the early um, church scholars as the fifth gospel because there is so much about Christ's promised coming, his birth, his earthly life, living a perfect life, his substitutionary death on the cross and his return. And so there's so much there they call it uh, kind of a uh, an expansion of the Gospels. But look at the first chapter. And the Lord is, is talking. He says, Come now, let us reason together in verse 18 of chapter 1. Says the Lord. So it's the Lord talking. And he says, Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. And what the Lord is saying in Isaiah 1.18 is that when... My forgiveness comes upon you. It isn't a progressive forgiveness. It isn't, okay, there's another one, there's another one, there's another one, okay. I'll, uh. He said, I have, through the work of Christ on the cross, declared you white as snow. You see, the, the, the truth here is that I am white as snow in God's sight. That's what it means, and I love it. Um, I go up to people, and I, I, I will put my hand on their shoulder and say, Hello, saint, and whatever their name is. And there's an immediate, you can feel this, this desire to say, No, no, because none of us deserve that. None of us feel like saints. None of us you know, feel like we have the, the halo, like they used to paint in those Renaissance paintings. We know ourselves painfully well but what we should remember here's the gospel God says I want to reason with you in verse 18 of Isaiah 1 though your sins are like scarlet though they are deep seated stains in your life they shall be as white as snow though they're red like crimson they shall be as wool Lord said my forgiveness makes me see you white as snow, not blotched with stains, white as snow. See, that's, that's the confidence we can have in Christ. That's why it says the righteous are as bold as a lion. 
We don't think we're perfect. We don't think we're sinless. We don't think we're spotless. We just know we're forgiven. And forgiveness means lifted off and sent away, released. Afiyami means released. Now, that's why God so dislikes an unforgiving spirit on our part. That's why Ephesians 4.32 says that we're to be kind and tenderhearted, forgiving one another with all the little things that one another, how we bother each other. Why? Because once and for all, God has forgiven us. And so because of that once and for all, white as snow, and, and our stains gone, we're supposed to be treating people with a little, a little touch of what God has treated us with.